We're going to get started in just a minute. But before we do, I want to talk to you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. This is what I use for my podcast, and it is fantastic. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the March or Die podcast. Glad that you would join me today. Looking forward to discussing a topic that we can all, from one aspect or another, relate to. All of us struggle in this area, and we're going to talk about it for a few minutes. But again, thank you for watching if you're watching. And if you are on YouTube, please, if you haven't, subscribe. You can also hit the notification bell there, and that would be fantastic. I've been asked a few times uh, for those who are listening instead of watching, or they're watching on Facebook or somewhere else, how do I get to your YouTube page? And it's real simple. You can go to YouTube. Look up Jeremy Stallnecker, my name, and you'll find my page or my channel there. Uh, also, much of the content that I produce is produced for the Mighty Oaks Foundation, and we have a great channel that I would invite you to go check out. There's so much content, great testimonies and uh, interviews, different uh, shows that we do, the Mighty Oaks Show and so many other things. So much good content there. Please take some time to go check that out. If you're listening to this instead of watching, thank you for doing that. Again, you can jump over to YouTube and check some of those things out as well. But if you're listening to the podcast, please make sure you're subscribed to your podcast service. Again, that lets you know when new episodes uh, come online. And uh, I I do my very best, and I, I get it just about every week, I do my very best to have these episodes out by 10 o'clock a.m. on Saturday morning, Pacific Standard Time. I'm in California. So uh, Pacific Standard, 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. So that is when it is supposed to be out. Sometimes it's a little bit earlier, sometimes a little bit later, but around that time. Again, thank you for watching. If this is helpful to you, if this uh, topic or the other topics that we've discussed are Uh, maybe speak to you in a certain way, or they speak to you as you work with other people and talk to other people, share it out. That would be fantastic. This is the 14th episode and continuing to march forward. As we talk about often, we're going to march forward. Uh, But hopefully this has been a help to you. Share if it has. All right, today, our topic is very simple. It is the topic of time, the topic of time. And I'm glad you've made time to listen or watch, but perhaps the rest of your life is a mess. Maybe you're listening to this because you're driving somewhere or walking somewhere. You're moving on to the next thing. You're overwhelmed. You're just trying to occupy yourself, occupy your mind. But really, if you're honest, you know that time is a struggle that you have. The title of this episode is this, Time is Not the Enemy. Time is not the enemy. If you're anything like me, however, time can feel like 
the enemy. In this podcast, we talk about how to move forward when it feels like our world is falling apart. How to move forward when it feels like the world is falling apart. And we discuss this from so many different angles, and we look at different aspects of how we can do this. How do we march when it would be easier to just stay and die? Again, we've explored this. One of the major issues in most of our lives, and one of the reasons we often lose the battles that were unexpected, is because we don't have the time. We are so scheduled out, we're so planned out, we're, we're constantly running from one event to another event, doing one thing and then doing another thing, that when an unexpected battle comes into our life, it absolutely crushes us because we just don't have the space to deal with it. Can you relate to that? I know that I can. <clears throat> this is, again, a struggle that I have in my life. Uh, the time struggle, the time battle, constantly working within the context of time. But time is not the enemy. In the battles of life, we sometimes identify time as the enemy. We would say, if I had more time, I could do that. If I had more time, I could figure it out. If I had more time, I could win this fight. But time is not the enemy. Time is simply a resource that all of us have. We all have access to the same amount of time. We all have access to the same resource. The difference between winning or losing with time is how we use that resource. I want to talk about this for just a couple of minutes today. And again, this, like every other episode, is simply to spur thought, to get you maybe focused on something you have not been focused on for a while, to gain a different perspective. But I want to give you some thoughts. We often talk about time in the context of a word that we're familiar with. The word is margin. How much margin do you have in your life? That is, how much additional time do you have in your life? Andy Stanley, a well-known preacher and communicator, says this, Margin is the amount available beyond what is necessary. The amount available beyond what is necessary. You know what this is like. You have to go somewhere and you need to be there at 10 o'clock. You look at your clock, you realize it's going to take you 15 minutes to get there, and so you back that out and say, I need 15 minutes. At the latest, I need to leave at 9.45. Guys, if you're married, you know this means you will leave at 9.55 and you will be late. But I digress. (laughs) Time says, I need to get on the road 15 minutes prior to where I need to be so that I can be there on time. Margin says... If it takes you 15 minutes, leave early in case something happens, in case there's traffic, in case there's an accident, in case uh, whatever, something happens. Margin is the space available beyond what is necessary. What is necessary is 15 minutes. Margin is the amount of time more than that 15 minutes. You guys understand this. Uh, I'm not trying to dumb it down for you. I'm just trying to put this all in context. The problem is... Most of us live without margin. It is the best we can do to simply get on the road in time to make it on time as long as nothing bad happens. But inevitably, something bad will happen. Now, most often it doesn't matter. We can apologize and move on and we're going to be okay. But if you're running from one thing to another... And there is no margin, no space, no uh, opportunity to make up if there's an error or an accident or a difficulty. 
than when the accidents of life, the downturns of life, the unexpected battles of life present themselves, you're not going to be late. You're going to get crushed. I want to give you some thoughts on how to gain margin in your life or how to view time differently. This is not about time management. Uh, You can manage time, I guess. (laughs) Uh, We could argue about whether you can manage time or use time. If time is a resource to be managed or just one to be used, uh, that's not what this is about. I want to give you a perspective on time. You need to ask yourself a couple of questions. When you're looking at the time in your life and how you're using the time in your life and how you're uh, investing this resource, ask this question. Am I doing in my life what God wants me to do? This must be the starting place. Am I doing in my life what God wants me to do? If you're doing what God wants you to do, God has given you direction, and God has placed a vision, and God has given you purpose, and you're invested in that, you're doing what God wants you to do, then listen to this, you will have the time you need to do what God wants you to do. God is not trying to frustrate you. God is not trying to put you in a position where he's told you or led you to do what he wants you to do, and yet not given you the resource you need to accomplish what he wants you to accomplish. This is true of all resources, I believe. As God gives us direction, we need to know what God wants us to do, do the work that God wants us to do, and then trust that God will give us the resource to do it. That's a good principle for life. But as we're talking about time, we need to realize the principle applies. If God has set something in front of you, he's given you the time you need to accomplish that thing. You will have enough time to do it. That's number one. Number two, following closely, is this. What is getting in the way of what God wants me to do? Working for God. Living out the purpose that God has given you. That doesn't mean that you won't be busy. In fact, I believe you will be busy. It doesn't mean you won't often feel overwhelmed. You will, and those are the times you run to God, understanding that he is the one that gives strength and gives uh, the, the resource and gives you exactly what you need to accomplish what he wants you to do. What it does mean, however, is that you'll have the time to do what he wants you to do. So if you believe God wants you to do something, and yet you look at your life and say, I don't have the time to do the thing I believe God wants me to do, then something needs to go. Something is getting in the way of you doing what God has called you to do. I could use a lot of examples, and your life is different than my life, but there have been times in my life I've really believed God wanted me to, uh, to do something. Um, not too long ago, I had the opportunity to write a book, and, and I believe that God wanted me to do that. Now, it's not that I heard a voice. I just felt the leading of God, and there was opportunity, and there was need, and, and all of these things pointed me to believing and understanding that God wanted me to do that. In order to do that, though, a lot of time would be required, which meant I had to cut some other things out of my life so I could do what I believed God wanted me to do. So the question you have to ask, number one, is what does God want me to do? And the question on the other side of that is, well, if that's what God wants, then what's getting in the way of me actually doing that? Identify those things. 
Spend some time there. Here's another question. Number three. When have I said, I just don't have time? Or been frustrated because someone asked me to do something that became overwhelming because of time? Here it is. Number three. So you've asked, what does God want me to do? Then you've gone on and said, well, what is it that's getting in the way of me doing what God wants me to do? Here's how you can identify that. (laughs) By answering this question. When do I say, or when have I said, I just don't have the time? Go back to the last moment that you said that. Think about what was happening and identify this. When you said, I just don't have time, was it related to something you believed God wanted you to do or not? These frustration moments, these friction uh, points in your life help you to identify when you're struggling in an area, and in this regard, when you're struggling with time. When have you said, I just don't have the time? Look at that. uh, Consider the circumstances surrounding it. And again, go back to question number two. What's getting in the way of me doing what God wants me to do? Uh, Connected to that is this. I mentioned it earlier. When have I been frustrated because someone asked me to do something that became overwhelming because of time? Uh, I pastored a church for uh, a number of years, and uh, man, so often I would stay busy doing things, not always the things I should have been doing, but doing things, and then an emergency would come up with someone in the church. Someone would end up in the hospital, or someone would need uh, to speak to me, or there would be some other issue that I'd need to address, and often the first thought, my first response to finding that out would be frustration. I'd say something like, I just don't have the time, or I would be frustrated because I felt like I was out of time. Because there was a lack of margin in my life often, I didn't have space in my schedule for when something unexpected but absolutely necessary came along. Maybe you're feeling frustrated because you've just not allowed enough space to deal with the unexpected. Your kids have an issue or something that needs to be addressed. You just don't have the time. Maybe it's someone that you care about or some area of ministry or some area of service that you really, again, feel called to, but then a need arises and you just don't have the time. Perhaps there are some things getting in the way of you doing what God wants you to do. Number four, a couple of other questions. This is an A and B under number four. Ask this question, is this wise in light of fill in the blank? Here's the scenario. Someone comes and says, here is an amazing opportunity for you, something you should go after. Or they ask you to do something that's a good thing, and there are a lot of good things that we could be involved in in our lives. Step back for just a second, even if it's only for a fraction of a second, and ask the question, is this wise, the thing I'm being asked to do, the opportunity in front of me, is it wise in light of... Number one, the thing that God wants me to do. Is it wise in light of the other areas that I'm invested? Is it wise in light of uh, what I believe I should be spending my time or investing those resources of time in? Is it wise? Not is it right or wrong, is it wise? See, here's what happens so often. We get dragged down the road (laughs) not having the time Because we're pursuing so many good things that are just unwise. This is the question connected to that. Am I giving up the best 
for the good. People who are very successful in life, and, and success, again, can be defined so many ways. They've raised really good children. They've uh, had a really good marriage. They've done well in business, and on and on we could go. Whatever it is, that measure of success. People are, who are successful in life are not divided people. They're people who are constantly cutting away the good so that they can get to the best. Is this wise in light of, or am I giving up the best so that I can be engaged simply in the good? You need to next determine what is important. These questions are used to evaluate your own life and your own situation and then to decide what's really important. I could break this down, and we could talk about this for a very long time, and I'm not going to. Uh, But you need to decide what's important. If you can't spend time with your kids and do the extra thing at work, you need to decide what's really important. If you can't be fully invested in the hobby and be fully invested in your relationship with your spouse, you need to determine what's really important. And on and on we could go, and sometimes you can work out a way to do both. I understand that, but you have to intentionally decide what is important. Next, use the tools that are available to you. We have so many good time management tools available to us now. Uh, Calendars and phone reminders and apps and so many other things. Those are only as good as you are at using them. But use the tools available to you. Maybe a tool available to you is go and spend some time with someone that can help you look at your life and determine what's important and talk about your giftings and what God may have for you to do. Maybe counsel is the resource that's important. Maybe it's a class. Maybe it's an opportunity to grow in your own leadership. I don't know what it is for you, but look at your life, and in determining what's important, use the tools available to you to help you accomplish what you believe God wants you to do. Next, after you've done all of that, you need to write down your why. Write down your why. This is why I do what I do. I believe that God has called me and purposed me to encourage others. Well, write that down. (laughs) Because if that's your why, if that's your purpose, if that's what God's given you to do, then you need to evaluate the rest of your life on that. I believe that God has equipped me and given me the opportunity to help others understand His will for their lives. Well, write that down. I believe that God, at least at this season in my life, has has given me the opportunities and the resources to raise my kids in a way that will make them productive citizens later on in their lives. Well, write that down. Whatever it is for you, write that down. And then, finally, revisit that, your why, and your schedule often. Revisit those things often. Because the natural drift of time is away from margin, having more than you need, and to being so scheduled and so busy and so overwhelmed that if something unexpected, a need in your home, an argument with a spouse or a child, a disappointment, a financial downturn, uh, struggles at work. 
If any of the many obstacles of life pop up unexpectedly, you don't have the time to deal with them. And because you just don't have the time, you're going to make the wrong decision. Someone said this uh, many years ago. I wrote it down. I, I don't remember who said it. If the devil can't make you sin, he will just make you busy. Either one is just as good to him. (laughs) If the devil can't make you sin, and you might say, I've worked so hard, I don't get involved in this or that, I stay away from things that are sin. If he can not cause you to sin, but he can keep you busy even with good things, so that you're not doing the best things that God really wants you to do, He's just as happy because they're both just as good to him. We need wisdom in all of this. I'm thankful for James chapter 1 and verse 5 that says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Your life is finite. The time that you have is finite. It's not unlimited. You can decide to either live a mediocre life and often drift into the territory of overwhelmed. Or you can live to the purpose that you were created to live. We talk about this often. But you'll only do that if you ask the question, what did God create me to do? Uh, What is it that's getting in the way of me doing what God wants me to do? If I'm not sure, let me ask this question. When have I said, I just don't have time for that? Or I'm frustrated because someone asked me to do something that I just can't do because of time. I need to ask the question, is doing this or accepting this wise in light of? Am I giving up the best for simply the good? Am I using what I have available to me to to really understand and then write down my why? (laughs) And am I revisiting that often enough to keep moving in the right direction on purpose? You cannot prevent difficulties and trials and obstacles from popping up, those battles. But I'll tell you this, you will not march forward in the face of those things if you're not focused on your why, having built some margin, some extra space into your schedule so that you can make the right decision wisely considering what God wants you to do as you move forward. Time is not the enemy. It is simply a resource that can be used for good or for bad. What about you? How are you using the resource of time? We end with the same statement, the same idea every week. But I want to say this, connected to this statement, and then we'll be done. (laughs) If you don't understand and use time well, you are making the decision to die when you should just stand up and march. Because when the bullets are flying, and this is where we end every week, you only have two choices. You can march, or you can die. Thankfully, you get to decide.
considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.